Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about Uniqlo. Is that English? You know, unique clothing. Ah. How much of a quote-unquote household name do you think it is at this point? That's tough. I think it's still very low-key. I think it's probably a bigger name or bigger thing. At least when it comes to the U.S. Um, in New York, I think people are more aware of it. There are stores in other places. I think Chicago, I think Florida has some now, and West Coast has a few. Yeah, L.A. has one downtown that opened like a couple years ago now. There's even some in Orange County now. So there's there's a couple down here, but Uniqlo is probably like my favorite clothing store when it comes to just regular, I don't know, clothing, t-shirts and whatnot. So I like bring it up every now and then when someone asks me where I got that or that and rarely anyone ever knows what I'm talking about. So I would say it's still not really a household name and like it's one of those like if you know you know type of clothing stores. I have met one or two people my age so like mid to late 20s that know it more but I don't think that matters. It's one of those bittersweet things where like I kind of like that not many people know about it but I almost wish more people knew about it. Because it's that good. It's interesting, too, because I hadn't even thought about it in that New York way. But that might be true because I feel like all of our mutual friends in New York, like everyone not just knows it, but like shops there actively. Yeah. And several who are like obsessed with going there. And even with what you're saying in terms of kind of the bittersweet aspect of it, I would say that even if it did get more popular they have such like simple essentials that for the most part you don't really have to worry about getting the same clothes as someone else because it's more basic things so it's not like you're going to be getting the same graphic t-shirt or something like that usually or anything like that it's more kind of essentials like you said yeah it's super strange and this is why i really like the store because it is very basics like they do have some graphic tees i wouldn't say that's what they're popular for they're more or I see them as like an essential store. So they make a regular shirt and like a bunch of colors. They make pants, that same pant, a bunch of colors. Socks. Uh, we'll get into everything in detail later on, but it's literally basics that you can kind of make your own. So it's not that you're not fashionable because they're basic. It's kind of like, it's like the base. You do whatever you want with what you layer it with and all that. And that's kind of how I see it. And like you said, a bunch of us or at least of our friend group or people I know do shop there, but... Even if we're wearing the same stuff or like even from the same store, you couldn't even tell because you kind of personalize it or make it your own style, which is kind of dope. And I like that part of it, too. And you mentioned, you know, it being a Japanese company, that is the case. Like, that's where they started out. Surprisingly, going back to like the 80s and mainly early 90s when I was taking a quick look at the Wikipedia and they already had like. 100 plus stores in the mid 90s in japan and then like came over to the u.s in the mid 2000s or so and i was trying to remember when do you first have kind of memories of going to a store or seeing one because i feel like it was the soho one right that we would hit up initially but that was what late 2000s or something yeah i somehow like really remember this we were like in high school and the homie's brother shout out to irv and Jose, rest in peace, got a job at Uniqlo in Soho. 
I think he had graduated high school already, so that means we were like sophomores or maybe seniors. So this was I don't know, oh eight, oh nine. That's just in Soho, so that's like a mission, you know, for us at least at the time. It's like damn, all the way down there just to like get a T-shirt, you know. And at that time, I don't think I was all that into going to Soho and going downtown shopping and shit like that yet. But that was like the first time I heard of it because he like started wearing like the flannels and T-shirts, and I was like, fuck, that's just fire. I told my dad about it because they've always had like a bunch of cool jackets and like little garments for the winter and the heat tech. They've always been like ahead with technology and stuff. And I told my dad like, oh, there's the store like Irv told me about blah, blah, blah. And my dad went once without me. I was heartbroken because <laughs> I still hadn't gone to it. This has to be, yeah, like 2009, 2008. And he brought back like sweaters and he bought like a jacket and stuff. And then he bought like a set of pajamas he's like yeah these don't fit me you could have these though so my first thing from uniglo was pajamas bro wow <laughs> believe it or not you would have never thought it almost became like a weird shopping addiction for me after that point i'll say like i started going probably right after that so 2009 2010 when i started going to soho literally when getting off the train yo uniglo first Whatever money is left, I could spend elsewhere. But Uniqlo's <laughs> getting my money first. And it's funny because you almost know what they have, right? They almost always have the same shit, just in different variations, different colors. Maybe a change of materials or the fit, you know? Yeah, but it's also, like, updated enough where you can go every month or two. And there will be enough new things mixed in where you might see something you want. Hell yeah. I mean, they switch it up. I know we mentioned earlier that they're not just, like regular like they do a lot of collaborations i know they have like a disney one which is probably one of their more popular ones because you know disney yeah they did like keith herring recently they did cause in the past yeah the cause is one of the hyper you know hype beast ones they do a little bit of everything for everyone which is cool i know they have some like higher end with like designer stuff like some french yeah there's one european guy i forget his name i'm blanking on it but he designs their like uniqlo u collection yeah 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 that yeah. our friend solomon he loves that so i've been more aware of it through him yeah they have like the women's one which is like francis something she like designs a bunch of the women's one there was another women's one too that they've done recently with this brand i forget how you pronounce it or spell it but it's something like mariko or some something like that but they have these like crazy patterns and stuff but i bring it up because the possibilities of collabs adding on to their kind of existing thing is endless and probably one of the most exciting things to see keep growing oh yeah and real quick i just looked it up the name is mary mecco m-a-r-i-m-e-k-k-o but yeah i guess let's talk about the clothes first since we're talking about a clothing store it's how they make their money what would you say, like, in terms of, like, percentage for you, like, your wardrobe? How much is the Uniqlo? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it depends, I guess. But even just in terms of, like, shorts and pants, I've been getting almost exclusively through them. Not entirely, but a bunch of them just because they have, like, the great solid color ones and in nice styles and everything. And even, you know, assorted things like boxers or socks or whatever, they do great as well. Shirts, I would say not as much. Same with like sweaters and jackets too. But I feel like it just kind of 
they fill in the gaps when I need to. I think there was times after my, you know, initial Uniqlo addiction that my wardrobe was probably like 50% Uniqlo. <laughs> Damn. Now it's probably like a healthy 20, 25. Mm. So I like to keep it that way. But I'd say it's mostly like on the t-shirt side. I literally own the same cut of t-shirt, like the same tee, but in different colors. Probably like 10 different ones of the same shirt. It goes from like, you know, like an off-white to a slightly more beige <laughs> to like a darker one to like a light purple a darker purple that fades into a pink <laughs> and i have like the gray version the black version a green version just got the whole gradient in there i i have it yeah like i have the gradient and i love it and it reminds me of the store when i look at the closet because <laughs> that's kind of how they even put it like when you look at the sock wall you know it's like a sock in every color, but that's kind of how my closet is with the t-shirts. I used to be a big fan of the pants. They have like the nice, probably the most comfortable jeans I've ever owned are from Uniqlo. Because they put like the little stretchy like material in it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like good jean material. Not as much anymore. I also don't own many jeans, but when it comes to pants, I do own a few other pants. Just like Chino, you know, more preppy dressy more pants and i'd say like my socks are probably like 80 percent uniqlo their attention to the essentials and like super comfortable good quality and for a good price that's where you want to be and you brought up the cost there too i definitely feel like it's affordable for what it is and they have deals all the time as well for the kind of i don't know would you consider them fast fashion i mean they're at least you know relatively in or connected to that world but they feel like they have more quality than those other places like uh i don't know h&m or something but they still have good prices like they're not crazy or anything yeah that's interesting because i feel like uniqlo's placed in this category because that's the competition uniqlo's competition is h&m it's zara it's forever 21 but the clothing, at least in my opinion, is very different to that. And that I think is almost the opposite. I, I'd almost see it as like a timeless fashion in a way, just because it's literally a shirt and like a fit with a color. Um, you could wear it anytime you want. And I get it. Some cuts could go in and out of fashion and whatnot. But like I said, this is like clothes that you buy to kind of make your own for it to fit your style. But it is true, like you have a point. It is kind of involved in this category because of its competition. At least when it comes to the price, it is, I would you say it's like a little cheaper than Zara, but a little bit more expensive than H&M, somewhere around there. It's right in between, but I'd say out of all of them, probably has the best quality. Think of Uniqlo and I see the clothing they make. It's kind of for everyone. You know, like Nine West is for older women. Uh, Forever 21 is for super young women or i guess guy clothes too but this one i feel like it's for everyone yeah i mean i feel like fast fashion is kind of a broad term it talks about things going fast from like ideas or runway or whatever to the stores and kind of taking advantage of trends and whatnot not that i go to a zara or something but at least an h&m that i've been to before like a lot of cheap materials in their clothing while Uniqlo stuff can last a long time. I mean, if you Google around, there seems to be like people debating on whether it is or not. But even if it's technically you want to put it in there, 
it's still just on another level beyond those. I also saw when I was looking that up, another article headline from The Atlantic that said Uniqlo is the gap for millennials, which that's probably more of a closer comparison. I mean, it's not a competitor because they're not in business like that anymore, or maybe at all, I don't know. But I guess you could say that's fair in a way. But Uniqlo, to me, also has this kind of extra, I don't know if edge is the right word, but they're a little bit more cool, I guess. I don't know. There's something about it that you wouldn't be surprised if, like, Travis Scott is wearing it. You know what I mean? Uniqlo is so low-key that we don't notice, but I'm surprised that, like, not more celebrities wear it. But again, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, like, maybe they are, but right. it's Uniqlo, so. <laughs> Which is part of why I like it. Like, there's no big logo, like, telling everyone what it is or, like, a standout thing. I feel like the only thing <laughs> that I've worn before where someone knew exactly what it was was when they first started taking out the Uniqlo fleece, like, the the hairy, winter, super warm, fluffy fleeces. Mm-hmm. It was like an easy giveaway when those came out because it was for like 25 or 30 bucks. You could get this extremely warm, comfortable, great fashionable fleece that if it gets below 60 degrees where you're at, you should own one. And I remember when I'm in people being like, yo, it's not from Uniqlo. I'd be like, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's just so fire. And like, it was one of those where like, you just had not like, hey, yeah. Yeah. You know the vibes. And with the collab stuff also, which we talked about earlier with certain specialty items with the collabs like for example the keith herring stuff that they just did i feel like some of those i do get not worried but it holds me back from maybe buying certain things because even with that collection i've seen like multiple people on the streets in the city rocking those shirts or hoodie or whatever and when it is like a graphic or something like that, it becomes more like, nah, I don't know if I want to buy that from Uniqlo because I'd rather have something more unique for lack of a better word. Uh-huh. No, yeah, I agree. I felt that way when the Cause line came out. We're mm-hmm. like, it's so dope because we grew up with Cause, you know, original fake and it was so expensive and now it's at Uniqlo for like 20 bucks. But that also means it's accessible to everyone and everyone could get it and everyone wants it. That was our age. So it was almost, again, bittersweet. We're like, oh, shit, I got it. But now I go to the mall and I see 26 <laughs> people with the same shirt. And it's like, uh, yeah, maybe not that cool. So now I just sleep with that shirt and it's like one of my home shirts. Right, right. <laughs> but I don't know. It's still there. Makes you own a little piece of that, I guess, if you like a certain artist or a certain collaborator, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to con it overall, because even going back to Keith Haring, you know, he wanted his art out there to everyone. So it fits in line with his kind of mission that he had to. But it's just more from like a selfish perspective of not wanting to have the same thing that everyone else has. Yeah, I agree. And with the logo, you know, like you said, they don't put it on their clothes and stuff, but they use it for the stores and everything on the outside and all that and tags and etc and i would pro the logo it's really simple but it just works 
you kind of recognize it almost more even just for the kind of red and stacked text than necessarily the design itself but i've come to like the logo i don't know if i was a fan of it at first uh just because i don't know i like the more abstract logos or like the logos it's literally like a design again easy to go with nike you know the swoosh or apple is like the apple with kind of like a bite off of it this is literally like the name just in a box almost supreme like i don't know if you've seen but like while looking through a little bit of the history of it like their logo before their newer logo i think like in the 90s which is the same thing but instead of like the more vibrant red it was like a darker red and also the font is like a i think you're better with fonts but it's like a more bold thicker yeah i saw that when i put up the wikipedia page but i'm not crazy about it but it does feel like more of a 90s kind of look to it yeah like i like that one i think i like the text better on that one but i like the red more now Hmm. so i'd be like interested in seeing how it would look like if you mesh the two but with that said i still really like the newer one it does stand out there is another store or i don't know company that has a very similar logo to it and i believe it's also asian and in some malls they're even in the same hallway and it's confusing (laughs) Shout out to Cerritos Mall, where they have a Uniqlo, and also this store that I'm talking about. I don't know, it's something like Muji or Mooney. Basically like a red box as well, and then it has the white text inside, and that's like the name of it. I guess a little bit of a con when like other stores have very similar logos. However, it works, and since I'm a Uniqlo fan, like I see Uniqlo first, and the other ones seem like a copy. But, but you could also argue that even though it's so common and it's such a simple idea, it's still able to stand out and stick in your memory. True, yeah. But yeah, you could look at it either way. And in terms of the store design itself, I think when we did the IKEA episode, we talked about how that was like the unique lower apple of furniture, home goods, etc. And I think the comparison works and especially Apple, it's just super clean. Everything is really well presented, feels really modern. I mean, Apple sometimes borders on futuristic, or at least it did in the past more so. Maybe it's kind of caught up now. But Uniqlo, to me, feels just modern. It doesn't feel like ahead of its time necessarily. And what that kind of a store should be in terms of, again, comparing to like an H&M or something. I've ordered maybe a couple things online before for like gifts or something when I'm in a crunch at the holidays. But for the most part, I always like just going to whichever location and seeing stuff in person. Well put. I agree with the storefront look of it being modern, easily compared to an Apple store or something like that where it's just simple even has some of the storefronts look very similar to an apple store with the big window you can see everything inside and everything is super neat and almost symmetrical in a way like an apple store which is pretty cool because i like that they're also pretty big usually too like three floors or something yeah that's one of the cool things like uh, obviously we mentioned the soho store which was i believe like the first store in the u.s was three floors like you one floor was women's, once was like men, and the other one was like everything else. 
then they opened up like the flagship store i don't know if you remember that one i think it's fifth ave yeah it's on fifth ave that one freaking massive with like the whole leading stairways up yeah yeah the whole wall of like all the graphic tees almost made like a art piece and that one's kind of cool because it's close to the moma museum so it almost feels like an extension of that or yeah almost like if momo was paying them to have like their merch in there or some shit like that well they do have like a partnership and stuff too yeah yeah even when there are like texts and areas with like designs and lights it feels very like japan when i see like videos of japan and you see japanese stores it kind of almost like takes you there but in a modern and super simple kind of way so yeah i think just how the stores are laid out is also like a big plus and the look and what the company stands for everything always super fucking neat like every pant every jean every shirt all the sweaters like it's almost like they pay the workers just to keep shit in order <laughs> like don't even worry about selling you know just make sure everything looks the same <laughs> it almost feels that way and yeah i respect that yeah and the website and stuff like it's also clean i mean it's pretty basic i guess i mean it's like what you'd expect but it works whenever i've used it before but definitely the store is the main thing for me i think i've used it once and it was because i wanted a sweater that i couldn't find at the stores and they had it online so i ordered it through there but it's okay i think they make you pay for shipping unless it's like over 100 bucks or some shit which sucks because usually stores like this that have the essentials and whatnot they kind of just tend to give you free shipping but I guess I give that a slight con that you have to pay like 10 bucks for shipping. But other than that, yeah, it's pretty simple. It works. You can always find everything easy to navigate. Can't really hate on it much. Are there any cons that we haven't touched on yet that you think would be good to bring up? There's one that's obvious to me and it's because it's like a major problem for many people. And it's a problem that some other stores have too, but Uniqlo has a sizing problem. After you go past in pants, I think like after 34, 36, you probably don't carry it in the store. Mm. You're not going to go anything bigger. So for me, I, I'm between a 32 and a 34, so I'm fine. But when I used to go with my dad and stuff for him, he'd have to go like 36, 38. He'd never find that there. Like he'd have to order it online or maybe they'd have one. Damn, yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it sucks. And again, I've gone with like cousins or friends that are a little bit on the heavier side. Not that they're like even massively big or anything they're just like taller and need like a double xl or triple xl and again <laughs> they probably don't carry that or if they do it's probably one that's never good i get it that you probably don't sell the bigger size as much but when you're a store like that and you have the essentials you got to have the essentials for everybody so i give that a light con just not having them there i know most of the time when you go online you can probably order even up to like a 40 fucking 44 if you have to but gotta have at least a few options in the stores too so yeah like con on that even in terms of styles like they have a lot which we've been talking about and they you know constantly switch it up and everything but i still feel like sometimes there are certain items that i can't find that you would think they have like for example recently i went to look for some nicer shirts to have some more of like button-ups or polos or something and it was like super limited options and this is during the summer when you would think those would be you know on the racks and couldn't really find anything i mean there were a couple but nothing crazy and you know like i said shorts like there's plenty and 
other things there's plenty but sometimes there's certain things that you would think are part of those essentials but they don't really have around for whatever reason yeah i can agree with that as well i feel like uniqlo is super strong like major pro on the casual slash lifestyle essentials you know the t-shirts the regular pants maybe even jeans the jacket sweaters major pro like they're killing it in that and some time ago they got into like the prep year or i feel like i started noticing more you know the button-ups the slacks i felt like oh shit they're about to become essentials when it comes to that as well and i feel like they really haven't it's super limited like they probably have five different colors and it's like bro you have 38 different versions of this one tee but you only have five of the button-ups that's kind of weird right at first when i noticed it again back like i don't know 2010 2009 i was like oh they're just getting into that you know give it a few years it'll be just as big a section you know but no that shit hasn't changed and that kind of sucks because again like my dad probably your dad too they work in offices and we're used to like needing the essentials for the office too and it's tough when if you go back they only have the same five shirts it'd be great if they had more different types of shirt i don't know or even just colors but another point real quick something similar happened to them with like their sportswear where they started adding sportswear i don't know if you saw they added like who was it federer or Djokovic, yeah tennis Federer. player i think now they're kind of started getting to golf as well but it's super limited. It's like one or two polos, one or two shorts, and one Nike tech-looking kind of suit, and that's about it. And now it's been like that for a couple years, and it's like, damn, I thought they were going to have, again, like another whole area or section for sportswear, which would be cool because kind of see how I dress. Like, I love sportswear. It's the most comfortable shit to wear. So if I could have a different ton of, like, colors or variety of those pants or shirts, it'd be great. But no, nah, they keep it super limited, too, which sucks. So yeah, I'd give that a, a con as well, where they kind of open up this whole other area in their stores, but they don't really expand on it. And there's still time. Maybe they do that in the future, but I thought it happened a little sooner than later. Yeah. One other thing, too, that comes to mind with that in terms of something they have like a lack of is like, yeah, they have the essential solid color stuff, but... I would be interested too to see them use more patterns because like I mentioned with that brand, the woman's brand, Mary Mecco, that they've done a couple collections of collabs with now, they use a bunch of crazy patterns and stuff, but I could see and I wish Uniqlo would do more of like striped shirts and a bunch of colors or pants with a bunch of different patterns on them or stuff like that where... I like the simplicity of what they've been doing, but I think it could also be cool to mix in some still minimal and still simple pattern stuff. I'm not opposed to that. I know I did say that that's why I like the stores, the simple stuff, but I guess I wouldn't mind if they try some more experimental stuff on the side. All right, so overall, as we've been hammering home all episodes, it's the essentials. That's what it boils down to. Simple, minimal, affordable, on point, nice store design. They could do a little bit more, but there's room to grow. So I have to go with a heavy pro, I think. I'll keep it short because you pretty much said it well. And I already mentioned it's like my favorite clothing store at the moment. I think even in the Christmas episode, we mentioned how like 
a Uniqlo gift card would be like a great gift for me or yeah, us. Yeah. I think we both said it. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't already, check it out. Go to the store, experience it yourself. But I'd have to go with a major, heavy, powerful pro on this one. And I'm Jack. You could find me at Jack Bloom Summer, Summer with an O, on everything. And I'm Kev. You could find me at same old Kev pretty much everywhere. Uniqlo, hit us up for that collaboration or sponsorship. You know we're waiting. You already know I'm trying to be a sock model out here. (laughs) 